Dead in Hip Hop, this is Ken, sitting here with FIFO, Mike C-Town, B, Beezy, Folk 30. Um, before I get into it, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash Dead in Hip Hop. We do album reviews, we have conversations like the one that we're about to have right now, artist interviews, um, and just really uh, Q&A with the fans where we ask, answer your questions live on the spot. Um, and that's it, man. So just really a lot of uh, dope, diverse content and a lot of conversations around hip-hop. Um, Much-needed conversations around hip-hop. So, uh, yeah, definitely make sure you subscribe. Check us out. Follow us all on social media. Just put in Dead and Hip-Hop. And you can find us that way. Earlier this week, we released a video about the rally that we attended. FIFO, Mike, myself, Modest Media, we were out there. B couldn't make it out, um, but he was there in spirit. And we put the video up, just kind of, you know, detailing our experience there. And uh, needless to say, the comment section on that video was off the chain as expected. People obviously felt that um, we didn't give what we were doing a lot of thought behind that, and that, you know, we just decided to support something randomly. Um, but that's not the case. But in any event, we decided that there needed to be a deeper discussion on this. We talked about Trayvon Martin, we talked about Jordan Davis, and it's only right that we talk about the events that's going on in Ferguson with Mike Brown and police brutality, uh, the whole nine. So just a quick recap, Mike Brown was a college student, was two days away uh, from heading off to college, got into an altercation with the police. Um, there are a lot of conflicting stories that are coming out of Ferguson right now. But so far, what we do know is that he was shot six times, four in the arm, two in the head, one on top. Um, people are saying that he was charging the officer. People are saying that he had his arms up and that the uh, shot on top was a result of him slumping over. Uh, there's a report that the cop didn't know, and this is on record, that the police chief said that Darren Wilson, the guy that shot and killed Mike Brown, did not know of the, rob well, the alleged robbery of Mike Brown uh, when he stopped him. Now they're backtracking and saying that, well, he may have seen cigars, you know, and that's why he stopped him. Even though it was saying that he was jaywalking and that's why he stopped him and that's when that happened. They're saying that Mike Darren Wilson had an orbital odd fracture. Now it's coming back and CNN has refuted that and said that that was a lie. He only had swelling and the x-rays were negative on that. And, you know, for the most part, what we want to do is kind of really not be hypocrites and not just talk about Jordan Davis or Trayvon Martin or criticize other rappers for not speaking out. We want to speak out as well and kind of, you know, give our perspective on the events that's happening in Ferguson and police brutality as a whole. So I want to start with you, FIFO, because you actually came to us with the idea to go to the Mike Brown rally in Atlanta on Monday. So what do you think, man? What are your thoughts on everything that's going on in Ferguson? First of all, you know, a lot of stuff that was happening in the comments, I don't want to address it, but uh, everything. But <clears throat> what really made me feel some type of way is, you know, people saying that we didn't, we, we weren't um, informed enough and why are we supporting certain causes without all of the information. And I think that the, the thing that's missed is the fact that it's not just about Mike Brown. It's not just about all of these incidences. In this particular case, it's about police brutality. And I think that regardless of what happened, whatever that person stole, the police shouldn't have the type of force 
to kill somebody with six shots, with two of them coming to the head, especially when somebody is unarmed. You know, and, and I think that that is the core of the issue. You know, obviously, the racial tension, the racial in innuendos, that's gonna happen because, first, first of all, the area that they live in. Mm -hmm. Second of all, because it was a white police officer and it was a minority person. And, 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 and that dynamic happens. And I, and I also seen a lot of people saying, well, why don't we rally for, you know, black on black violence? We're talking police brutality, and that is the main focus of this topic of conversation. And I, I, find, I find it very interesting how a lot of times when police officers use excessive force, because let's be honest, that's what this was. You know, just like um, Eric Gardner, Eric, yeah. you know, that's excessive force. We don't, we don't have to go that far. Because if we want to compare situations, you know, people that shoot up places, they get tried and they're in jail. But at the same time, like this person may or may not have stolen cigars and we're shooting them six times. That's, that's unjust. And I really feel like the police should be tried almost, not necessarily as citizens, but they should be tried equally. And I, that's not fair. And I think that that's the bigger thing. And, and we have to change that aspect of it, of how these police officers are getting tried. And, you know, you alluded to it too, and, and, and I know when I brought us going to the rally and everything, I said it, like, we shouldn't always have to wait for a hip-hop artist to, to, to rap about it or say something, because as dead in hip-hop, we are part of the culture, and this is our platform. We don't rap, I know I definitely don't rap. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily create music in that way, but I do, and we do, participate in hip-hop culture and we add to that and this is our platform so I'm gonna always voice my opinion and I just know that we have to change the rules like that right there needs to be looked at as excessive force and that police officer needs to be tried as such because a lot of times they don't get indicted for these type of you know offenses and and to me that's the travesty that's not just and that's the part of the justice system I feel like that really needs to change um, real quick, there is another video that's surfacing that is showing Mike Brown paying for the cigars and that the reason they got into altercation was of course the clerk put his hand on that's when Mike Brown pushed. So I wanted to put that out there because, you know, of course people are tying in the robbery with blah 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 blah, but now there's another video saying that he paid for it. So anyway, I just wanted to put both scenarios out there so we have as much information on the table as possible because people are watching this video and they're only going by what they heard or whatever they've read that fits the narrative that they wanted to fit. I reserved saying very much about the situation to begin with. Even when I first heard about it, I reserved what I said because <clears throat> I know how easy these things can become race issues. And I was, I mean, it, it's very easy for that to happen when you have a, a, a black teen and a, and a white officer it's very easy to automatically say, this is racially motivated, this is racially motivated. I wasn't there, I don't know what happened, so I'm not gonna jump on the immediate bandwagon of saying, let's, let's start a race war because this happened. But I think the, the issue is the police, period. These certain cops just shouldn't be cops. Everyone knows that there are ways to detain a person before you get to the point of using deadly force. Cops have tasers. Most times, a taser, even unless you have someone that's hopped up on meth, 
even with even these big dudes, a lot of times these tasers will take them down pretty down fucking pretty easy. easy. Yeah. And if you have two cops, both y'all pop a taser in this guy, he's going down. I don't care who it is, they're going down. The fact that that the cops are immediately using deadly force, I think that's the problem. When I and and I'll I'll say it, that fucking video that we put up, the comment section made me fucking sick. And it's it's mainly because I think that a lot of people in there were undermining our intelligence. Um, that particular rally for me was not just about Mike Brown. That rally, that rally was about Dylan Taylor, the guy that was a white guy that was killed with earbuds in, that was shot to death. You know, that rally was about James Whitehead, you know, a white person that was in his car shot by a black police officer. My problem is is more so with police. Mike Brown is one of many black, white, Asian people that have died for nothing because cops don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, there was the dude, now I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, there was the guy that was in Walmart with a toy gun that was think, shot to death. LA, I think it was in LA. I don't remember I think, where it yeah. was. But these things happen on a regular basis. So that rally for me was more about just these cops. They need to be starting, they need to start being taken, like held accountable for the shit that they do. Shooting and killing somebody should be a last resort. Whether Mike Brown punched that dude in the eye, I don't fucking know. If he did, take him to jail. Mm -hmm. If you have to, shoot that motherfucker's kneecaps off. Fine, <laughs> for the rest of your life, you're walking with a limp because you attacked a cop. Sorry, I'm okay with that. If you're dumb enough to attack a cop, then hey, there's certain repercussions that come from that. Death shouldn't be one of them. Okay. You know, that's something that, that, is, um, that is missed. When people are looking at the events and, uh, in Ferguson and looking at Mike Brown, they're missing the fact that this kid is dead. And, you know, they resort to, oh, he was a thug, you saw what he did, stealing stuff in the store, he charged this, that, and the other. But they gotta understand that this kid is dead. There, you can't, you can't come back from that, right? So, um, it's something that the the finality of what happened to him is is oftentimes missed, and I think that that bothers me because you know that Sunday, that Sunday um, before the rally, man, I I, I remember just sit, sitting in my kitchen, you know, and 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 you know, kid just running there doing what what they do. And I'm just sitting there just looking at him. And I'm like, you know, and I had to give him a hug, right? Cause I'm like, dang man, they're like, you know, I'm thinking about what's going on in Ferguson. Like that, that father, that mother, that family, they lost their kid. They didn't see this happening at all. They had a college student, you know what I'm saying? And, and not only just, you know, that situation, but Eric Garner, you know what I'm saying? His, you know, what happened with him. And two kids um, father. Yeah, and you know, of course, the two the people that Mike mentioned, you know, the, these situations, these are deaths. You know, you don't come back from that. You know what I'm saying? And, and the issue is the cops. And, and what us going out there, at least for me, was about police brutality. And it's not about what happened to, you know what I'm saying, just, just the stories that, that we see of the black kids or adults that are dying. I think what happened in Ferguson, the result of, of black people being tired of seeing this constantly over and over and over again. And we're living in a world where 
we're 13 percent of the, of the population but but we're in hot in a hot visibility I think it goes to people point that like we gotta we, we they have to try these police officers just like just like a regular citizen because the stuff that they're doing is like you're supposed to you know protect and serve and like now you know with young kids seeing all this what they gonna think of the police officers like Damn, mama, if I go to the store for you, I'm gonna get shot, I'm gonna get killed just because I'm, you know, doing something innocently, yeah. just getting you something to drink or some yeah, food or whatever it, or some milk. It's crazy. Like, I, I have a story where I was in a McDonald's parking lot. Me and my boy, we just finished hooping, um, you know, got food, tired, eating in the car. Cop comes through the drive through gets his food, comes out, pulls back up, pulls behind me, comes out, gun drawn to me. Cops come. And he comes to my window, and I'm with a burger like You know what I'm saying? And, and now, you know, back then when I was when I was younger, I you know I wasn't thinking like, oh, he would kill me. But like I've always said, I, I've been pretty sheltered. My parents did a good job to keep me away from a lot of these things, and I've had to experience a lot of this type of stuff on my own. But like. Growing up, I always saw like, you know, drive-by shootings, gang violence, I always thought that that, but never would I, I, I would think, you know what I'm saying? Again, being as sheltered as I was, cops coming at me, guns drawn, no reason. These cops and these police departments, they're smaller, they're, they're more banded together, and they're protected by the law. So I, we have to change that. We have to change that. And I think, that that, I think that's the problem. I think it was it was great that y'all went to the um, rally and, and, and showed support for that. Not just for the Mike Brown situation, but for all situations. Even, what's the guy named that, the Fruitville Station that was based off of your story? Huh? Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant, yeah. Even, like, stuff like that. It's just like, come on. And the police officer thought it was a taser gun. You really can't tell the difference between a yeah, exactly. taser gun the, the and your hand. Right, different. in your hand see, gun. That's what I'm saying. I don't it's, think it's a training issue. Yeah, it's, a it's personnel just, issue. Yeah. You're hiring the wrong They're people. They're hiring the wrong people. They just, they, they, they get that badge and they think they're untouchable. Let's, let's not <laughs> pretend that a lot of people were not only at that rally because they thought oh, fuck the white people, right. fuck the white man, fuck the cracker. And fine, if you want to have that mentality, and that's fuck the cool. police. Look, I'll get there. <laughs> um, if you want to have that mentality of thinking that it's just the white man that you have to worry about, then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I have been harassed by black cops as well. To me, a cop is a cop is a cop is a cop is a cop. And I'm not saying all cops are bad. But I fear the black ones just like I fear the white ones because those black ones a lot of times are fucking worse because they have something to prove. Yeah. They have something to prove to their fellow officers, look, I can crack a nigger head too, just like you can. So with me, this is not a, an anti-white thing. It's not even an anti-cop thing. It's an anti-crooked cop thing. It's an anti, you, you know, it's, 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 it's an issue with the personnel that are being chosen to be police officers. And it's an issue with the power that they're given, and it's an issue with the fact that they're not held accountable for what they do. Cops are doing shit like this on a regular basis all the fucking time. And if you go on Google and you look it up, you'll find stories constantly. These are not just made up stories, they're, these are videos. And again, it's not just white cops. There was a story of a black cop that they they pulled this guy over. It was a, it was a paraplegic man that was that was driving. You know, they have the things where they can drive with their hands. And uh, they, I can't remember if, if he was if he was recklessly driving. If they thought he had a DUI, it was one of these one of these situations. But when they brought him into the, the station, they didn't believe that he was supposed to be in a wheelchair. They thought he could walk. So again, the black cop 
went behind this white person and dumped him out of his wheelchair onto the ground. A guy that cannot move. He cannot move from his fucking chest down. Hmm. This is not, please people, this is not just a white and black issue. We really have to start focusing on the bigger picture. The bigger picture is we have people that are in power that do not deserve to be there. Two things I wanted to add, like, when, when, when you started saying that, you know, I, I, I've read where now the police, they're trying to make it illegal for you to record them while they're stopping you. They are. Yep. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, so obviously, if you don't want to be recorded, it's for a reason, right? And, 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 and that leads me to my next thing where the reaction in Ferguson to militarize as quickly as they did and to use the military force as quickly as they did, to me, that, that, that shows something because it wasn't compassion that they showed. You know what? It's sympathy or empathy. Like, like let's bring everybody together. We're hurting as a city. No, let's militarize. It's not always what you do, but it's how you react to what's happening. And the way that they reacted, it smells of a cover-up. I think they militarized them because they militarized, you know, because I was looking at the photos. Uh, much like when this when this whole thing went down, I, I followed the story. I didn't have much to say. I wanted to kind of see what was going on, yeah. see how everything unfolded, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then I just happened to kind of go look around, and um, I was like, damn, is that a is that a sniper on an on a truck? Is that really a sniper with a pointed gun? Are they really arresting journalists and throwing them in jail? Threatening to shoot journalists. Threatening to shoot journalists? Oh, man. This is serious. White journalists? Exactly. You know, so this is about police power, the perception that they have the power to do the things that they're doing, and for a while they did. Understand something. That Sunday before we went to the rally, I was about to go to sleep. I just finished watching television. I'm like, I'm take it to the house. And I went on Twitter. <laughs> and I thought everything was cool, everything was peaceful, and then I saw that they were throwing tear gas at people. And they were shooting. At, I was like, man, they're really bombing these people. They are and, and it was unbelievable to see that. I'm like, are you really serious? Are these people really that threatening are journalists that threatening are older people that are peacefully protesting that threatening to you is that person that's willing away from the tear gas yeah, from tear yeah. that threatening to you you know what i'm saying or is this eight-year-old girl that that got bombed that threatening to you it's just amazing to me um that these things are happening that they're actually militarizing against you know america city american citizens that are trying to, to protest something that they feel that's unjust. People probably hate me for saying this, but I'll fucking say it anyway. You have a bunch of asshole opportunists that are showing up and they are looting. looting the looting the looting part of this is not made up. No. There are yeah, people, people there that are looting. Yeah. Sure, maybe the people that were were breaking open the, the, the door to McDonald's, maybe they weren't looting. But there were plenty of people that were. And what sucks about this is they're getting lumped in with the protesters. There are people that are protesting what happened, and then there are a bunch of people who I'm, I kept reading weren't even from the community. Yeah, yeah. multiple reports. These yeah. sons of bitches yeah. were coming in from other areas to loot because they knew they could get away with it. Oh shit, motherfuckers are angry. I'm gonna get me a TV. You guys are pieces of dog shit as far as I'm concerned. There, there are people out there really trying to make a change 
and you are completely devaluing what they're doing because you're you're basically giving them more ammo to say and treat us certain ways. Because we can say, oh, we're not all the same. There's, we do this and they do that. We can say that all day long, but at the end of the day, when these fucking cops show up and you see this group over here with signs, but then you see also this group over here breaking up windows and taking shit, they're gonna lump us all into the same group. Yeah, man, this this is really about police brutality, man. I mean, I see the, the stories, man. It's whites, blacks, you know, uh, the Latino community. Everybody's affected. And every time I see it, it, it just drives me crazy because they have this, this, this power, this unspoken power to do um, whatever it is that they have, they feel like they have the freedom to do without repercuss repercussions. And, and for the most part, it's true. You know what I'm saying? They have codes written, you know, in, in, in the Missouri uh, uh, state law, whatever they have, that has given Darren Wilson a way out if it goes to trial. You know, the way the code is written about deadly force, and if you feel like his life is threatened, whatever, you can use deadly force. So, you know, so there's a way out. So he can go to trial, but, you know, what, what's going to happen at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? So we, we need better... Um, systems in place. We need a better, a, a way, a foundation, you know, um, to help clean up police brutality, man, because that blue, that blue sticks together. And, you know, in, in this, you know, I said it, you know, earlier, man, it's, it's white, it's black, and then there's the blue, and the blue just don't care about who they target. They just understand that they feel like they can because they wear that shield. And, um, and they all stick together. It's black cops and white cops. And, they're all on the front line, man, unloading on people in Ferguson, regardless of race or color. I don't have the answers to change everything. Maybe I do have an idealistic view of everything, but that's just the way I am. But I think that a good place to start is hands up, don't shoot. The hands are up, I'm surrendering. I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, um, if I put my hands up, man, Come, come arrest me, do what you gotta do, but you shouldn't have to shoot and kill me. Just like in the beginning when this whole thing first broke out, I still say it's about, it's bigger than just a race issue, it's a power issue that really a lot of people need to focus on. I think the the, the, the black folks that, that want to isolate it to a simply a black and white issue, you are isolating potential allies that could help out this cause, and I think that that's a really bad move. Um, to you white people that look at this and think it's just a black problem. I've already said, when these tanks leave these poor neighborhoods, where do you think they're coming next? You can think you're protected just because you have money, but things always start, they start small and they get bigger every single time. And you can think it's paranoia, you can think it's conspiracy theory, but when you have you know, martial law type situations, where do you think they start? You know, it's easier to control urban communities and then spread the power out. I saw Killer Mike's interview. Um, he said a good point about, you know, policemen, they used to be involved in the community. Like, if you, and I know uh, Coleman Young, former mayor of Detroit, he was really hard on this. Like, if you want to be a Detroit police officer, you have to live in the city. Because, you know, back then you had police officers living out in West Bloomfield, not knowing anything about the community or the city of Detroit. Coleman Young was like, look, if you want to be a police officer, live in the city and know what's going on in the community. And I think Mike, Killer Mike, Killer Mike brought a good point about that. Like, and I remember, like, even growing up, a lot of police officers were from Detroit, were born and raised in Detroit, and they know they know the community. And now, as I was getting older, 
guys living in West Bloomfield, Farmington Hills, you know, way out, not even knowing about the community. So I just want to get kudos to Killer Mike for bringing that up. I think that's a that's a part of the beginning process of a solution that we can have in this. Because maybe if the police officers living in these communities, they'll care.